This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Sunny El Paso, Texas. The Buzz Adams Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? And thank you very much. Good morning and welcome everybody to the Buzz Adams Morning Show as we are getting things started. Right on the money at 6 o'clock, it looks like today. So thanks for joining us. And uh, we've got a lot coming up on the program today. We'll go over some of that coming up in just a little bit. Here's a telephone number if you want to put a call into the show. Here's the uh, KLAQ studio line. It's 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995 to call the show directly. We also have the neckline, which you can call 24 hours a day, anytime you feel like it. Leave a message for the morning show. The toll-free neckline number is 844-805-NECK. That is 844-805-6325 to leave a message. We got a lot of calls from the neckline. Uh, over the weekend, it looks like since I've uh, I was on vacation last week, we got a, we got a backlog of neckline calls that we should probably be getting to. Morning, Joanna Barba. Hey, good morning, Buzz. Welcome back. Thank you. How'd the week go? It was nice. Yeah. How was your week uh, off? Every day I had to move stuff from my mom's house to this new house she lives in. Uh-huh. It was I'd forgotten how how different the summer is in East Texas. Uh-huh. Which basically Oklahoma has the same climate as East Texas, so if you're from Dallas, you know what I'm talking about. Where as soon as you go outside, you're sweating within 30 seconds. It's just that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then if you've been out there for 10 minutes, you're just freaking drenched in sweat. And that can even be at 11 o'clock at night. If you go outside Mm -hmm. for five minutes, you're drenched in sweat at 11 o'clock at night. But anyway, the entire vacation was me loading up pickup loads of my mom's stuff, taking it from her old house. Moving it to her new house. Does that sound like a dandy vacation to you or what? Um, yeah. not really. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound like a great vacation, does it? <laughs> no. But you did a nice thing. You helped your mom. And she was uh, she's very appreciative. She got me a birthday gift. Aw. I got an Apple Watch. Oh. So I... If this thing starts dinging, I'm going to have to just turn it off because that's about <laughs> as much as I figured out with my Apple Watch is that it dings a lot. It dings uh-huh. like when I was driving back. So I, I drive it's 800 miles. Uh-huh. This thing would ding to let me know that I haven't stood up and moved around in a couple hours. It's supposed to remind uh-huh. you to get exercise. <laughs> it's like a, it's going to be going off. Uh, right. It, so you're going to hear it ding, and eventually I'm just going to have to shut it off, which, you know, 
I know that's not the point of the watch, but God, leave me alone <laughs> for five seconds, Stop please. Me. <laughs> uh, went to see uh, Thor: Love and Thunder yesterday with my daughter. Oh yeah, what'd you guys think? Real goofy. It's like, it's, it was real it's goofy. Huh? Gone goofy, but also, un- and I appreciate some of the goofiness. I don't think I laughed once. You didn't laugh at all. Did you think you laughed any? Oh, I laughed a lot. I didn't laugh. <laughs> that at was those hilarious. Scre- I didn't laugh at those screaming goats. Oh my god, I love the goats. No, goats didn't get me. Goats, hilarious. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed, uh, you know, leaning lot- heavily on the silly side of things. Yeah, that was the biggest complaint from a lot of people. Oh, really? It was. So too my goofy. observation isn't even unique. No, <laughs> I'm saying the same thing that a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, that's what okay. a lot of people thought. Oh, okay. And I thought perfect because I went to see it with my nephews, and I thought, yeah, okay, oh, it's goofy. Like it, it was fun. Love the goats. Uh, my daughter is developing into kind of an an amateur film snob. Okay, <laughs> so like we, her father. Yeah, so <laughs> we look over at each other at some point something ridiculous that happened in the movie, and we I look over and she just rolls her eyes, and I'm like, yeah. You're all same. That's, that's my kid. <laughs> that one's yours. Yeah. Can't deny her. <laughs> uh, all right. Why don't you preview what's coming up in entertainment news today? What do we have on the way? Sure. Speaking of Thor Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi says that Stranger Things ruined Kate Bush by popular popularizing running up that hill. I bet Kate Bush isn't complaining. I don't think she is at all. <laughs> I mean, Kate Bush is still... Around and stuff. YTT right? said that he had hoped to get a bunch of Kate Bush songs in Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> great soundtrack for for Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah, it was like greatest hits of Guns and Roses. It's such a good summer for '80s bands, I think. I, at the end of it, they did play. I think a Ronnie James Dio. Song. They did, yeah. <laughs> Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. They did Rainbow in the Dark at the very end of that. I guess that makes sense because of the rainbow. Because the rainbow. Bridge. So I had a question. What's that? All right, so in that movie, uh-huh. all those kids who are Asgardian, uh-huh. are they also considered gods or are they just residents of Asgard who have some kind of superpowers? I guess they're residents of Asgard. Yeah, but does because that... Because remember, one of them was like, I'm not Asgardian. Yeah, right. And he's like, well, today you are. But the ones who are Asgardian, would the god killer have wanted to kill them too? Or is it like only if you're one of the main? I guess only if you're one of the main See, gods. Right. I was unclear. That's an, that's just a point where that I was kind of unclear. You on. were like so nitpicking. Yeah. On it. yeah. I was nitpicking <laughs> it apart. I Absolutely. think that's what everyone's complaint is. Like everyone's nitpicking it. And it was just a, a silly, goofy movie. And everybody's a film snob. Oh. Oh, we're getting too good for the MCU yeah. now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> getting too uppity for the all, MCU. I thought it was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> um, do you want to give us a preview of entertainment news? I just did. Oh, you that just was, did? That was that. What was it? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, right. Uh, oh, yeah, because he's the rock guy in it, right? Oh. You, he's you, Korg, yeah. Do you know what? What? The TV adaptation or version of what well, it's not an adaptation but the tv what we do in the shadows is back today oh yeah it is this is so excited you know when i heard they were making a, a television version of what we do in the shadows that was a a mockumentary about vampires that came out i don't know 10 years ago no not that long Six, ago maybe eight eight years ago maybe <laughs> 
And it had Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi was in it. And it was really, really good. So I was really excited. Then I saw, oh, it's not them. They just got some guys that kind of look like their characters. Right. So Nandor's kind of the Jermaine Clement character. But but then I watched it. And I was like, oh, I actually like these characters better than I like the characters. I love that show. What We Do in the Shadows actually won me over. Mm -hmm. So now I'm a big Matt Berry fan and I'm a huge Nandor fan. Not so much the little doll of Nadja. And it kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, the doll does creep me out. (laughs) The doll is very creepy. Because she's got like a little human face on Mm -hmm. her doll body. Uh, It's the fourth season premiere of What We Do in the Shadows. All right. FX. Can you recall where we left off on season three? Not really. Colin Robinson had just died. And he's now baby Colin Robinson. Is that what happens? Yeah, because there's a little baby Colin Robinson running around. Oh, okay. Wait, on what? Running around on his two feet? No, no, no. Last season on What We Do in the Shadows? I can't remember. Or was it a preview for this upcoming season? It was a preview for this upcoming season. Oh, okay, because he was just dead last season in What We Do in the Shadows. Also, Bob's Burgers fans, you can watch Bob's Burgers now on Hulu and HBO Max. The movie that just hit theaters last month is out today uh, on HBO Max and also on Hulu. That's the Bob's Burgers movie. So you can check that out. How did uh, how did Nico do showing up on time last week? You know, hit or miss. Yeah. What was what was the latest Nico was? Um. Well, like, did he just not show up one day? What one day he was like, "Hey, I'm not going to make it in." Yeah, right. Figured that. But it was. I, fine. I accounted for that. If I'm gone for the week, for Nico's going to take a day off for some reason. And is he thinking you're off this week too? Because no, I talked to him last night <laughs> because he's not here. Oh, there he is. Speak hey. of the devil. And he doth appear. <laughs> hey, buddy. We were just we were just going out. Like whether we expected you to show up or not. Why would you even question that? I mean. I just was asking, like, how how did Nico do last week? And Joanna said, oh, you know. Oh, you know. Hit or miss. <clears throat> kind of with Nico. He, he did news. What do you mean hit or miss? Well, like, he didn't show up one day. Yeah, I took a day off. You took a day off, didn't you? I took I took a week off. Yeah? It was vacation. Oh, it must yeah. be nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't get vacation time. So, you know, for the past year, I don't, you know, I would have to take a day off when I need to. Right. I think Mm -hmm. you're in the, Mm -hmm. you're in kind of the realm where if you want to take day off, nobody's going to say anything. Right. So you just go ahead and take it off. Well, because I I, I think I deserve a vacation at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that works out for part-time. No? Part-time workers. I mean, I'm sure you could say, hey, I want to take off a week. They'd say, fine, we just won't pay you for a week. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the situation. Yeah. Happen, right? Okay. How are you? Did you miss me? <laughs> Did you miss me? Yeah. Totally missed you, buddy. You well, totally sound like you missed each other. Right, we really missed you. You didn't call me once. You didn't call me once. Vacation, man. Yeah. Did you... And you, you just missed. I just told... I just recapped my entire week's vacation to Joanna. But you missed it. I heard it. Oh, did you hear it on the way? Yeah, on the way. Fishing by the creek. No, you know. wrong. You didn't hear it. Mowing lawns. You're a liar. <laughs> You're not getting any of the details correct. 
Now, my mom moved into a new house, so every day I had to get up and load up, pick up loads full of her stuff. Do you? I know it was not a fun trip. It was not a relax. I mean, (laughs) I was tired. By the end of the day, I slept well. I'll say that. Here's the worst, though. Uh Uh-huh. What's the worst? When you come back from vacation and your AC's gone out in your house (gasps) and they can't get out to see it for a week. Oh, no. Because there's something. And it's, believe me, it's more complicated than just, oh, you know, look in the duct and see what's wrong. You don't even... I I was the one, Joanna, last year Mm -hmm. to get the air conditioning people over to Buzz's house because Buzz didn't know that you had to, like, clean the filters and have AC guys come and do that kind of thing every year. Do you have refrigerated? He has refrigerated. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had those guys come less than a month ago, and then the AC went out after they had come over. No, that sucks. Yeah. Now I can't get them to come out until next Monday. Yeah, that's gonna suck, dude. What do, you, what do you think the uh, What do you think the temperature reads in my house in the middle of the afternoon? One hundred and three. No, now it doesn't get it doesn't, get, get, it doesn't get as hot as it does outside. No, but upstairs 92. gets really hot because all that heat rises. Well, upstairs the air conditioner is finally working upstairs. Oh, eighty eight downstairs, man. Eighty eight. <laughs> in your own home. Right. So last night I froze a couple towels in the freezer and then put them on top of me. Nice. So freaking hot downstairs. Welcome home, Buzz. Wow. Um, I also heard that um, Love and Thunder was the best movie that you've seen in probably... Yeah. You better square that away with Lisa. She's so mad. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of misses from the MCU recently. I read a whole article about like, all right, the MCU doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, forward me that article. I think I kind of... It to me. It made well, sense oh, when it, it was like... Guy, it, it made sense when it was, oh, a guy makes a suit out of iron and... No, yeah. I think the point was that, like, every movie with the first Infinity Stone ones, they all, like, fit together like puzzles real real nice. And everything afterwards kind of not, not fit together too great. Well, yeah, because you're like, where's it going now? Well, you also have so many more things to try and fit in. You know, for a story which is like Marvel, Miss Marvel stuff, and the Moon Knight stuff, and um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, you just have so much stuff to fit in. I think there's fi- oh, I, I was going to say I think there's finally like a Marvel, like an MCU thing that I'm just not interested in watching. And but that that wouldn't be the first time. Wait, what is it, Miss Marvel? Oh, okay. <laughs> But I also didn't get into... Yeah, but that's because she's like Latina or something, right? No, she's No, I not think a... she's like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't get into the and TV that's anti-American. Version. Listen to me. I didn't get into the Inhumans, which was a TV series that just was not very good. It wasn't good. Yeah. You you check that out. You you admit it was not very good, right? But... Yeah. But the TV shows that, like, Inhumans... Agents of, Shield, Agents of Shield was meant to be part of like integrated into the movie universe, but after the first couple seasons, they didn't even do that. Yeah, well, they did a little bit. Every now and then, they did. So, um, yeah, I'm not as jazzed on the MCU as I was maybe five years ago. Uh, we got a lot coming up on the show today. A lot of ground to cover. We'll have today in sound clips coming up here in Ooh, just a few minutes. Bloody Mary, but I'm yeah. totally gonna fake Bloody Mary Day because it's Monday, the worst day. <laughs> got another free Thursday night concert at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater coming up this Thursday. It's Cool Canyon Nights presented by Westar. 
And this week on the main stage, hypnosis. I don't know if part of their set is you end up being hypnotized. Like if somebody could hypnotize someone through words, I'm sure they could hypnotize somebody through songs. That might be their gimmick. We will give you our money. (laughs) We will buy your merch. We will buy your merch. So hypnosis on the amphitheater stage. Talia Leilani is going to be the performer on the patio stage. Oh. Concerts start at 6 o'clock on the patio, uh, followed by the main act in the amphitheater. Concerts are free to attend, but remember, space uh, is limited to the theater, uh, to the amphitheater. So get there early for a good spot. Bring your appetite uh, because we have a lot of food trucks and there's something to drink for everybody. Water, soda, uh, adult beverages. And this week, hypnotize on the main stage as West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights. Yes, Hypnosis. Ah, you're right. As I look at that word closer, it does say hypnosis. What did I say the first time? Hypnotize. I I, I said it wrong right out of the gate? No, you said it right. Right now you just said hypnotize. I think because you just kept saying hypnotize. Hypnotize. I've been hypnotized. Uh, Hypnosis on the main stage. Hip. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. Let's take a look at El Paso weather, which is brought to you by Wet n' Wild Water World. Mostly sunny today, 102 for the high temperature. And it looks like we're going to be above or at 100 every day this week. So 102 today. You know what? Uh, it must be really nice to have a working air conditioner right now. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to move into your house until Monday <laughs> when the air conditioner guy. You owe me that. Like if I just showed up and said, "Hey, I need you to I need you to I need you to vacate the premises. I need your house. You you owe me that." Much. Yeah. You, I got a room for you. I mean, that's definitely That's three. doable. <laughs> need a room with a TV. Uh, so 102 for the high temperature, 100 for tomorrow, and right right in that range, 100, 101, 102 uh, here for the rest of the week. Going to see some rain possibly in the forecast overnight tonight, about a 15% chance uh, of rain tonight. And tomorrow, going to keep it right at that same level, about a 15% chance of rain tomorrow afternoon and evening. So uh, maybe a little bit of rain might cool us off a little other than that. Just look for continuing very hot conditions in El Paso in triple digits and, uh, you know, at least 100 every day this week. Let's get to our sound clips for today. And now, today in Sound Clips. All right, Joanna's going to have entertainment news headed our way. Cameron Diaz uh, says that she's been away from showbiz for, like, uh, on purpose. Mm -hmm. She's kind of taken a hiatus, and she's coming back. She's back, baby. She's back. But uh, we'll get into entertainment news. Okay, so continue what you were... Start with the comment about yearbooks, because I'm not even sure I agree with that. So, so there is a uh, viral YouTube video uh, that's making its rounds uh, asking the question, 
were people a look or were people a lot older back in the 80s than they are now? God, I always thought that. You right. mean older looking? Older looking. Yeah, yeah do people used looked, to look older? They look like adults. Yeah. And uh, in, like in the 80s. Yeah. What do you mean like in 80s, it, maybe 90s? Uh, for example, uh there's a meme here uh, that shows Norm from Cheers. I don't even know his last name, but you're familiar with Cheers, right? Norm Peterson. Norm Peterson from Cheers. George Went. Yeah. Well, I guess he was uh, the character was supposed to be 34 years old. Oh. <laughs> in 1980, no. I thought he was like 50. Yep. In the show? In the show, he's supposed to be 34. That's a year away from us, I know. Dude. Isn't it crazy? Do you feel like you're the same age as Norm from Cheers? No. no. He seems well, like he's so old. Like, could be your dad, like right? He's such an adult. Well, do this. Look up. How old was George Went when they were... So if the character okay. was 34, how Let's old see. was George Went? That's a good question. What well, the, the video that's making the viral rounds... Uh, is saying that it's actually due to a phenomenon known as retrospective aging. Um, if you've ever looked at people in the past, right? People who wear Buddy Holly glasses. Well, it was probably fashionable to wear Buddy Holly glasses. Yeah, but they already <gasps> look old. It's like, look at that middle-aged dude wearing his Oh, my goofy. God. George Went was 34 when Cheers started. God. Oh See, God. even to me, I look thinking back, I was like, yeah, he was like a middle-aged guy. It, right. Seemed like a salary it's man. Not what? thirty-four. It's Retro- called retrospective aging. So as people t- age, they tend to cling to the fashion of their youth. So in the photo from the fifties, the teen appears to look a lot older because they're you know let's tainted talk, by time. Let's, let's bring like yearbook photos into the mix. So do they include that like? Kids in yearbook photos look like they were grown adults, even though they were just... Yeah, like, they're saying, oh, have you ever looked at your parents' high school yearbooks and think, wow, people just looked a lot older back then? I always thought it was just because, you know how we watch movies, and then they have, like, teenagers in high school being played by, like, 25-year-olds and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, they really look like adults. Yeah, I guess everybody's gone through, like, an old yearbook. Have You You were saying it was different, though. You thought, oh, no, everybody looks like a kid. Well, I don't know. I haven't looked at it like my own yearbook in a long time, but everybody definitely looked like a kid. I didn't open up the I didn't I didn't crack open a brand new 1987 yearbook and say, <laughs> "Oh, look how old we all look." I everybody looked this like kids. Guy's 34. So, maybe like I can put it into a personal example. I have worn cargo shorts, flip-flops, and a polo shirt since 2004. You see what I'm wearing when today? When you were like just Twelve, yeah, fourteen. You still dress like a twelve-year-old. I guess. I still dress like uh, I'm in high school. Yeah, you're wearing a, a, a metal band T-shirt, aren't you? It's, no, it's Ghostface and jeans. Ghostface just, killer? No, just Ghostface. Just Ghostface okay. from Scream. Yeah, so I would be technically wearing like I would probably look aged to somebody because they're like, oh, look oh at those my cargo God, do shorts. We look old. I bet we do to people. Wait oh. now, or it's no. you got to wait until in the future. No, I bet some kids think we look old now. Screw them, kids! Oh, you you definitely for sure. I'm, you know, because of the. You should ask oh, your the daughter hair. the situation with the hair. Oh, come on. Aside from that, ask your daughter how old she thinks Nico and I are. Yeah, that's a good uh, question. That'd be a good one. Because Nico and I are the same age. Here's one. The other day, I'm scanning around, and Beverly Hills Cop is already on. So I start watching it. Uh-huh. All right. This ties in somehow. Okay. okay. Do you remember there were two detectives on the Beverly Hills force? There was Officer Judge Reinhold mm-hmm. and his partner Taggart. Was that Eddie Murphy? 
No, no, no. Eddie Murphy was Axel Foley. Okay. He was from the D- Detroit Police Department, but mm-hmm. he was trying to solve his friend's murder, and he ended up in Beverly Hills. Anyway, Taggart was the older partner, and I thought of this guy. Oh, this dude, he must, he's about ready to retire. He's got to be like 60-something. I watched that movie again just recently, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, no, this dude is like 34, 34. This guy's like younger than I am now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And Judge Reinhold was the fresh-faced, naive cop, and Taggart was the grizzled old veteran. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, no, he's not even old. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen, like, a yearbook from the 20s? They had yearbooks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they they have yearbooks. Like, from the 20s or 30s, everybody dresses like really old people. Yeah, they're all wearing... Ties and big glasses and dresses. They, yeah, most of the guys have ties on. The women are wearing these old women dresses. Right. But I guess you just have to say, oh, that was really... That was cool back that then. That was really flat. That then. was yeah. the hip thing. Oh, my God. Kids, cor- cargo shorts and polo shirts were the thing in 2004. I'm telling you, so you're dressed like it's 2004. T-shirt. t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. I have not grown up. Hmm. I don't feel like I've grown up at all either. Like, you know, I look and I see my sister at my age already has three kids, was married. And I'm all, oh yeah, I've got like four cats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe let me come at it from a different direction. Okay. When When we were kids, we got our first video game anything probably when I was nine. Okay. So my dad would have been 39. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we had a little video system called the Odyssey. It was one of the very early games. And then as we pro- progressed, you know, to ColecoVision and whatever else. Pong. Like eventually, yeah. every now and then, my dad would come in and he would sit down and play the, you know, Pong or whatever yeah. with us. And I remember my brother and I just looking at each other like, this is really weird that our dad is playing a video game. And he was 39. What How a, surprising 39. would it be to find a 39-year-old wow. who plays a video game you today? Wouldn't, you shouldn't, wouldn't be that surprising. It Not at all. Be, Not yeah. at all. But I can remember anytime my dad decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this game, you know, he'd play for 10 or 15 minutes, but my brother and I were just like, what's wrong with him? Wait till he sees Duck Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably played Duck Hunt a time or two. There was a baseball game, like... You know the baseball game that Fred Savage at the beginning of Princess Bride yeah. was playing? We had that one. And my dad would every so now, cool. like, let me take a swing. And every time he did that, it was just so out of character. But now dad, you think... only Fred Savage plays this. No, we loved it. But now when you say, oh, I got a friend who's 39 who plays video games. Yeah. They, yeah, everybody totally does. normal. normal. Yeah, completely normal. Time for entertainment news and Hollywood chit-chat with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Lifelong Barbara Streisand fangirl Leah Michelle is getting to step in the former Funny Girl's shoes. The Glee veteran will play Fanny Bryce 
in the Broadway revival of the comedy beginning September 6th, replacing Beanie Feldstein in the lead role. Critics weren't that kind to the latter's performance. Feldstein, for her part, said that producers were going in a different direction with the role. She's now leaving July 31st, but was supposed to make her exit on September 25th. For her part, Michelle commented on Instagram saying, quote, a dream come true is an understatement. I'm so incredibly honored to join this amazing cast and production and return to the stage playing Fanny Bryce on Broadway. Have you heard that not everybody's mm. so happy about it? Not everyone is happy about it. Wait, wait, wait. It. Not everybody's happy that Beanie Feldstein's leaving or that Lady Michelle? Michelle. Okay. Michelle is stepping in for the role because a lot of people say she is a garbage human being. Yeah. She got accused, and I think she admitted to some extent of, of right. bullying people and being toxic to work with. Yeah, that she just was not a cool person to work with at all. Well, there was a lot of uh, controversy when, when Beanie Feldstein first got the part, right? Because I, I remember... I've got to be honest. I didn't even know Beanie Feldstein was playing Funny Girl. Oh, you, you didn't? I, I didn't did know it. about until, until, they, until this story. Yeah, until they announced that she's leaving. So Leia Michelle had been up for the... I think she even played it. In a, a, a movie or adaptation or a TV so show. So in Glee, that's her her main goal to do right. on Broadway is Fanny Bryce. And it was for the actress, for Leia Michelle. She said that that was always a dream part mm-hmm. for her. Well, when Beanie Feldstein got it instead of her, a lot of people said, oh, it was a big snub. They were like, oh, Leia Michelle's reputation as being too toxic has finally gotten, uh, you know, oh. her, oh, her okay. comeuppance. Uh-huh. And now Beanie Feldstein is getting all this glory. I didn't know that the critics weren't happy with Beanie Feldstein's uh, performance. Yeah, I didn't even know she was. So now that Leia Michelle is getting that back. that said that the critics didn't like Right, Beanie so Feldstein. the critics were not very kind to her performance. To Beanie, Beanie Feldstein. Feldstein. Right. Oh, okay. She's usually pretty good in everything I see. Right. Right, right. And, but yeah. she did say, like, you know what, they're going in a different direction, so she'll be exiting earlier than she was supposed to. She so, didn't say anything bad about it. Well, I think people are probably going to be upset because Leia Michelle's finally going to get the part. And uh, well, a lot of people are upset that she got the part. And Some like, of the people that were like victims of her abusive nature. Yeah. You know, people mm-hmm. who were bull- or say they were bullied. Supposedly, she was crushed when Beanie got it. And that, that there was all these stories about her crying and making like, you know, tantrums and stuff. <laughs> Can you see that happening? Yes. Yeah. Did you I see Glee? Totally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you watch Glee? Director Taika Waititi said that he wanted to use some of Kate Bush's music in his latest film, Thor, Love and Thunder, before Netflix's Stranger Things made use of the singer's track, Running Up That Hill. Kate Bush has thanked the series for giving the song a whole new lease on life. Waititi, however, expressed his frustrations with the song's novel popularity in an interview with NME, saying, quote, I love that show, but as someone who feels a real ownership of Kate Bush music, I'm really annoyed. I've become one of those a-holes who's like, these kids never listen to Kate Bush. They've heard one song on a TV show. They don't know Kate Bush. I know Kate Bush. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't identify one song from Kate Bush. Or if I could, I don't know that. It, I, I'm not aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were alive in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, did, I definitely, I remember hearing the name Kate Bush, but I couldn't honestly not tell you a single thing that Kate Bush. You and like Taika Waititi are like the same age. No, how old is Taika Waititi? Well, yeah, he's probably like 15 years younger, but. 15 years younger. He could probably remember the 80s. He's though. probably like 15. He's 50. 46. Okay. And he can get it. So we're real close. No, you're not. <laughs> not even close in age. 
Uh, YTT elaborated telling Enemy that he wanted to use Bush's song, This Woman's Work, for a sequence involving Natalie Portman's character. Before Stranger Things, he said, quote, there were a bunch of Kate Bush's songs that I wanted to have in there. Mm. Uh, so use it, Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Kate <laughs> Bush is running up that hill tops both the Billboard Global charts. Amazing. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much money she sees out of that. I think she's seen a lot of yeah, it. Is she? I, it depends I, if I she thought, owns I the catalog. I think I saw a report where she's like, where they said, yeah, she's she's reaping in the millions. So. Oh, good. good. You know, with, good for her. Without even knowing much about her. Good for her. Yeah, great. <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> It's been a while since Mickey Rourke appeared in a big movie that lots of people saw. Meanwhile, another actor who first broke through around the same time is having the biggest hit of his career. Tom Cruise is the movie star of the summer thanks to Top Gun Maverick, a movie he wouldn't let execs dump on a streamer after the pandemic began. But that doesn't impress Rourke so much. Rourke appeared on Pierce Morgan Uncensored, where he inevitably dropped some hot takes. When Morgan asked Rourke what he thought about Cruise, having a smash hit that's probably going to make him even richer. Rourke was decidedly unmoved. Mickey, when you see someone like Tom Cruise grossing a billion dollars with Top Gun, the sequel, that doesn't mean to me. The guy's been doing the same effing part for 35 years, you know? There's, I got no respect for that. I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work and Chris Walken and De Niro's early work, and that's the kind of actor I want to be, like Brando back in the day, and a lot of guys that just tried to stretch his actors. You don't think Tom Cruise is a good actor? I think he's irrelevant in my world. Ooh. Ooh. So Mickey Rourke sees himself more in line with like a Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. I'm not yeah. a Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's I'm like, Tom Cruise just does those little action movies. I am an actor. Right. Expendables was great. <laughs> Wait, was Mickey Rourke in Expendables? <laughs> in one of those, uh, the I first think. one, I think. In the first one. No kidding. <laughs> what was the last big movie that a lot of people saw that Mickey Rourke was Let's in? See. The Wrestler? Maybe no, Iron Man 2. Wrestler no. came out before Iron Man 2. Hold on. Let me bust out this INDB page. <laughs> Axor. Did you ever see Angel Heart? Oh, my God. Look at all these things that are in. Something happened to his face. Dragonheart. No, but did, you Something didn't see Angel Heart? called War Hunt. No. Go back further. Okay. Wait, ahead. I thought his face was always like that. No. Man he was gone. known as no, for dude, hand, his hand. Look at Mickey Rourke before super, and after. Look at Mickey Rourke in Diner. Like Circa Dine or even Angel Heart. He was a, a very, very, very handsome actor. Man. And then something happened either yeah, by drugs. choice or drugs or whatever. Something happened to his face. Dude, none of these things that I see Mickey Rourke in, I can recognize at all. Oh, my God. He, like him younger, looks nothing like how he would have aged into. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's some combination. You know, he had a professional boxing career for a while. Maybe that accounts for some of it. I think some botched cosmetic surgery is part of it. Sides, and I think maybe some, you know, just some hard living drugs and alcohol probably. That rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tom Cruise looks great. So Look, whatever Did okay. that dude, like, <laughs> get younger looking? Oh, or? my God. Is it amazing? Dude, Tom amazing. Cruise turned 60 last week. Dude, it's. Scientology. The Scientology. There might be something to it. I hate to admit it. But yeah. Just based on you the think there's something awesome his life is. There's something to getting your thetans measured. Yeah. Maybe I got too many thetans. I don't look <laughs> as good as Tom Cruise. 
The blood of I a think you're supposed to get rid of them. I'm probably just drowning in thetans. I need some of that Tom Cruise magic. If I gotta, if I gotta go and pay 300 bucks for a couple classes, fine. I'll, go, I'll do it. Well, finally, you can do a lot of things by accident, like locking your keys in your car, being a drug mule. What? Yeah. On the Second Life podcast, Cameron Diaz was talking about a time when she was having trouble finding work before she landed her breakout role in The Mask. She says the one job she was able to land may not have been legit. Diaz says that she was given a locked suitcase carrying her modeling costumes, but had no idea what was in it. I got like one job, but really I think I was like a mule carrying drugs to Morocco, I swear to God. And they gave me a suitcase that was locked that had my costumes in it. And when I got there, the guy was like, whose suitcase is this? Can somebody open it? This is really unsafe. I was like, I don't know. It's not mine. I don't, I have no idea whose it is. (laughs) That was my only job I ever got in Paris. Wait a second. Does it sound like Cameron Diaz kind of suspected she was... Yeah. Muling drugs she's as like, she was I doing think that's it. That's what it was. What? Well, she's saying she got a modeling gig, right? So she mm-hmm. was supposed to go from Morocco. She was sent to Morocco with a suitcase, but she didn't know what was in it. So when it looked like they wanted to open it up, she's like, ah, it's not mine. I don't know what it is. No, 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 no. How do you not? I mean, they tell Here's you don't suitcase. look at it. <laughs> right. But I mean, you want to look in it, right? Don't they tell you at the airport if somebody asks you to take a item for them? You say no. I wonder, I know they've yes. definitely done that since 9-11. I don't know if they did this back in like the 80s or 90s whenever I Cameron mean, Diaz is talking about That's the whole thing about. of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that is the whole thing. It goes of after the suitcase because <laughs> yeah, she just leaves what... it there. All right. I know it's supposed to be a drop off. <laughs> well, right, it sounds like Cameron Diaz is like, okay, I'll carry this thing. And as long as nobody, but it, like at the first sign of trouble, I'm just like, nope, nope, nope not whatever's mine. in there, I'm not, I'm not responsible for it. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. The local guys. The morning show that's live and local. They stay local. All right, today is Amazon Prime Day, and I think I have it written down here somewhere. I think Amazon Prime goes until tomorrow night, so it's not so much Amazon Prime. It's like a mega day. Prime Day, man. Prime Day. Yeah. Lasts longer than, than a day. It's famous. Coming up a week from Sunday, Shark Week on Discovery. You would think it's Shark Week on Hulu, the way they keep trying to cram, like, (laughs) shark-themed stuff, right? And it's not just them. Over on Disney, too, they could just have anything that they can relate to sharks. They're capitalizing on Discovery Shark Week. There's one that keeps pushing on me called the the shark that ate Jaws or something like that. Oh. About a megalodon or something. And I'm a yeah. what? I'm going to watch it. <laughs> uh, Shark Week is going to have its first ever Master of Ceremonies this year. The Rock will be Shark Week's first ever Master of Ceremonies. Oh, cool. Wasn't there kind of like an ambassador for Shark Week, though, last year? It seemed like... Steve Irwin. No, no, Steve Irwin's been dead for, man, like 20 years. 
I'm talking about last year. Yeah. It seemed like there was an ambassador for Shark Week, or they had some celebrities. They have us celebrities like every year. Well, they're saying that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be Shark Week's first ever master of ceremonies. In an Instagram post, The Rock said, quote, I filmed exclusively in my home state of Hawaii. These beautiful predator amakua are deeply revered and respected in our Polynesian culture. I guess amakua must be Hawaiian for shark, right? Sure. Yeah. The Rock goes on to say, if you look closely at the details of my tattoo, shark teeth are throughout to protect my ancestors and our mana. I feel like I need to have watched that Disney Hawaiian movie that he was Moana. in. Moana. Yeah, to, to know what all this refers to. My, I feel like he's dropping Mana. a bunch of re- references. And my Akuma. This is the 34th annual Shark Week on Discovery. And it kicks off Sunday, July the 24th. Do you want to hear some of the crazier sounding Shark Week specials that D- Discovery has? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Shark Week has a handful of specials that sound like they're probably more on the hype side of things than, Mm -hmm. you know, science. The Haunting of Shark Tower. It's an exploration into whether great whites are moving into the waters of North Carolina. There's no actual shark tower and no actual haunting. (laughs) So the the haunting of shark tower, it sounds like the... Yeah, it sounds like the title is misleading. They're, they it it doesn't look like they're going to conduct a séance underwater to talk to ghost sharks. But another show they're going to have during Shark Week is Air Jaws Top Guns. It's just more jumping sharks, but with a title that exploits the biggest film. Air of the summer. Jaws Top Guns. Great White Serial Kill Fatal Christmas. Forensic evidence and eyewitness accounts are used to identify the shark that killed a surfer off Morro Bay, California on Christmas Eve. The Great White Serial Killer? Fatal Christmas. Jaws versus Kraken. Evidence suggests there is an undersea war between great whites and giant squids. Okay, I want to see that real bad. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Right? I must see the Civil War. Okay, but just the description (laughs) tells me that they don't have it on video or anything because this says evidence suggests that maybe occasionally great whites and giant squids. Places we can't even get to yet. The oldest of enemies. God, there's a lot more on this list. Pigs versus sharks. Do you want to hear what, what pigs versus sharks is? Is there a war between them two? Okay. Tiger what? sharks in the waters off the Bahamas may be acquiring a taste for the famous local swimming pigs. Oh no. We didn't we didn't see this, but I definitely heard that was one of the excursions. You go to somewhere in the Bahamas and they've got a bunch of pigs that are like on the beach and they swim in the lagoon. Or bay or what have you. No, that's terrible. And uh, tiger sharks might oh, have no. just decided, oh, you know what's good? Bacon. 
and ham. They like bacon too. You, you know, pig skin is very similar to human skin. Like they use it and a lot for good. suture practice and stuff. And they're kind just, of they're just training them. Island of walking sharks. Okay, how how? Oh my god! How are you going to make? How are you going to maintain any level of scientific credibility? And have something called Island of Walking Sharks. Because all I'm picturing is from Suicide Squad 2, that big shark dude that Stallone <laughs> was the voice of. Food? Man shark. Uh, no, uh, shark king. King shark. Sorry, king shark. This one sounds like a like a sci-fi movie, but it's an actual supposedly scientific look into whether or not sharks... Had legs? No. In Papua New Guinea are evolving <gasps> to walk what? on land. Sharks. Supposedly scientific look into whether or not sharks in Papua New Guinea are evolving to walk on land. So it's a whether or not question. So, you know, at the end of the hour, what? it could be, no, nope, apparently they're not. Apparently they're not. They're still swimming. Or, I just love these titles. Yeah, right. Shark. How about Mecha Shark Love Down Under? <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to give roses to the sharks? Well, yeah, like, that's what we got to do. I'll give you the title, and you t- you okay. tell me what you imagine yeah. the show is. That that's a good. Let's just start with this. We should have done it with all of them. Mecha Shark Love Down Under. I think it's like the Bachelorette or the Bachelor, and like they're going to get one great white. Put a tracker on that one, and then give them like roses. Yeah, but no, no. See, I there's oh, mecha. That's right, Joanna. Mecha oh. shark. It's not mega shark. It's mecha. Mecha. I think it's probably going to be like some crazy scientist decided to see if they could build a robotic shark, like a little sexy lady shark, maybe. <laughs> a sexy lady shark. <laughs> and what's the rest of the title? And I, I would imagine love down under. Oh, I, don't get, I don't get that part. <laughs> down under the sexy mm-hmm. lady. Well. The Great Barrier Reef in Australia is oh, right. I, right, I just assume it. it's probably set in Australia. That's where yeah. they get that. But I picture the mecha shark. So it's like, like obviously, obviously a robot, <laughs> but it's got like rouge on its cheeks. You know, you remember how Bugs Bunny would dress up like a woman? And That's basically. Oh, boy, sharks. Here I am. <laughs> All right, so that's what we picture. That's being, what right? I think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, for Mecca Sharks Love Down Under. Here's yeah. the actual description. <laughs> you are going to be shocked at how close okay. we are. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the Bachelorette. A guy in a one-man submersible shaped like a shark goes looking for a great white mating ground off the <laughs> coast of New Zealand. <laughs> And he's going to be like, Woo-hoo. it doesn't say if they're going to have like, like put a wig on the submersible so they could put it in ponytail. <laughs> and do sharks like roses or what do you get them? You get the chum. <laughs> Jaws versus the blob. Oh Come my on. God. That's going to get the wheels to spin and tell me what you think that's going to be. Uh, okay, so there's this huge, like, gelatinous thing in the ocean. Yeah, like a sea urchin. A shark like versus, a giant sea urchin. Versus okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. All right. I don't know what a blob is. And then it could be anything. The shark is going to have to, like, fight that blob. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's some kind of crazy, oversized jellyfish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just mm-hmm. something blob. Man, man of war. All right. Okay, that's all pretty good. 
The blob, in this case, refers to some kind of phenomenon that's forcing juvenile great whites into a feeding frenzy for, quote, monster 20-foot adults off the coast of Mexico's Guadalupe Island. Wait, what? I got lost. The The blob refers to some kind of phenomenon that's forcing juvenile great whites into a feeding frenzy for, quote, monster 20-foot adults. Wait a minute. Does this mean the juvenile great whites eat the adult Uh, great whites? What is this saying? Oh, Oh, I thought adult humans. Yeah, but the, I thought what, what is the blob? Okay, no. it's a phenomenon. That's what they call no, it. No, no, monster 20 foot, like 20 foot long adult sharks. All right, how about this one? Shark women ghosted <laughs> by great whites. <laughs> I too have been ghosted by a great white, so. Shark women that's ghosted by great whites. What do you think that's about? Okay, and all the shark weak things that I see, like the great whites go off when they're pregnant or something. So I'm thinking it's a great white shark that's pregnant who was ghosted by her baby daddy. And now she's got like 15 pups to take care of and she's looking for like child support. I feel like this is turning into a Florida man game and we're just coming up with our (laughs) best Hail Mary. I mean, it probably has to do with scientists or something, right? An all-female crew goes on the hunt for missing sharks. One of them had been tracking. Uh, okay, so these are go- these are scientists who are women. You know, the shark for they were ghosted the by the shark. Crowd. Didn't intentionally ghost you. You don't know that. Yeah, that's true. Also, there are going to be specials featuring Tracy Morgan, the guys from Jackass, and the Impractical Jokers crew are all going to take part in Shark Week. Ghosted by Great White is today's title. Ghosted by Great White. Also, Mark, if you're out there, I never forgot. Mark. (laughs) Thanks for ghosting me. Well, what made him a Great White? Because he's white. But what about the goal? Oh, okay. Do you think he was would have been great, like as a boyfriend? No, probably not. Oh, okay, so not so great. The white. poor, the terrible white. Yeah. Um. The terrible white. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's take a break, and uh, don't forget, Shark Week begins a Woo! week from Sunday. All right, week from Sunday. Buzz Adams Morning Show, and you can communicate with us several different ways. You can app chat us on the KLAQ mobile app. For whatever reason, they did not grant me permission to uh, have access to that, but Joanna will see it. (laughs) You can. Because you said what? Sometimes people need to be told to F off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes people are asking to be told to F off. And that's why you don't get the. Ability to password do that. for yeah. the for the app chat, but you can you can app chat. Yeah, donuts. Yeah. Just make sure you have the KLAQ mobile app. So that's one way. You can give us a call in the studio, and let me give you that studio line number. It's 915-910-4995. That's nine one zero four nine nine five to talk to us live. And you can also leave a message on the neckline. And I have a couple of neckline calls. That's what this is leading to. The toll-free neckline number is available 27 hours a day. You can call anytime 
and leave us a message at 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. So let's just find out what we've uh, got waiting for us on the neckline. Okay, so I was lucky enough to see Thor Love and Thunder on opening night. And while I did enjoy the movie, I have to say that, and this is not a spoiler, this is not spoiler-ish, so don't worry. But I have to say that uh, the MCU is starting to show kind of a lack of direction, starting to feel very random. So, like, I think they need to be really careful moving forward because, yeah, it's uh, just certain parts of the MCU are starting to kind of show the cracks, I guess. Just my opinion. I would say, don't forget earlier this year, we had Spider-Man, uh, what the hell was it? No Way Home? or in Homecoming. The, no Way no, Home. Was it, it was No Way Home. Home Alone. No, Homecoming was the Home first. Home Alone is something else. Anyway, the Spider-Man movie was acclaimed by fans especially, but critics do. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they, did a, they did a good one there. But I do get what you're saying. I feel like... Now it's just, uh, let's just put random stuff up on a screen and people are going to give us their money and, you know, we'll put a few familiar faces on there and come up with some kind of half-assed story and well, I think you're going to like it, dummy. If it was just that simple, then DC movies would be, like, super famous and popular. But that's not the case. The reason the MCU got so popular was because every movie seemed like a puzzle piece, specifically tailored to fit into the next one. So that's why well, when you the, see Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury show up at the end of this uh, You know one, that he's tying oh, wow. it together and then yeah, it's going to tie together. It's going to make sense. And never before, it, in probably cinema history, had a series of movies carried the plot, the overarching plot for everything. And now there is no overarching plot. There is no more Thanos or Infinity Stones. There's nothing connecting all of the different threads yeah. together. I've seen some people that are way more into it than I am saying that they think it's leading up to a uh, secret war type of situation. Well, they already confirmed secret wars is going to be happening in the TV show for Nick Fury. Um, they're going to have a... There's going to be a Nick Fury TV show? Yeah. Uh, I think With Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. On Disney Plus. Streaming on Disney. I think that is going to be called Secret Invasion. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Because he's hanging out with the scrolls. Right. right. So there's still big plot lines from the comic books that they could use, you know, big things, but it doesn't feel like the 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 huge puzzle that it did when they first started, I think. And it's kind of lost its novelty. So yeah, I think you're gonna get people yeah, to I see. Got, I grew a little bored with it. I think About that's the attitude that a lot of people are going to see. They're going to come to a new movie and they're going to like, well, this doesn't have to do with the rest of the, the series. This is just kind of a standalone thing. Why, you know. Like, I, what Thor, does Thor work as a standalone movie without the rest of the mythology? Or do you have to really know the, the rest of the mythology to, to kind of get it? No, because I don't think it. I don't think it has that much of a story. You, you kind of just go, you pay your 12 bucks or whatever, and you watch these flashing images on a screen with, with music for a couple hours. Are it's you just, just describing to- moving pictures? Yeah. Talkies? Just moving, yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's called I mean, talkies. Yeah. Right, but there's no great story going on, and there's nothing groundbreaking going on. There's nothing you haven't seen kind of before. 
Anyway. Oh, God, you're such a movie okay. snob. It's fine. You just go and turn your brain off for a couple of hours. Some people enjoy doing that. If yeah. you're that type of person, this ought to be right up your alley. Right. What if you're a nerd type of person and you really like... You're going to pick it apart. Okay. There you oh, go. for sure. Yeah. You're just going to pick it clean apart. Oh, well, they didn't do it. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I just love the goats. All right. Hate the goats. You hated the, I hated goat? the goats? I love the goats. I am a goat. Hey, Mosho, good morning. Another thing popped into my head. I don't know if I'm having the Mandela effect with the morning show, but I could have sworn Joanna's last name was Barbacoa <laughs> instead of Barbara. Like, I don't know, like having Nelson Mandela effect. All right, toodles. <laughs> is, Barbara's, is Joanna Barbara's name Barbacoa. Okay, not gonna lie. That's hilarious. I used to think your last name was Barbacoa really for a long time. Well, until I really thought about it, I think I had to like write your name down. I had to look you up for something, and I was like, it can't be Barbacoa. And then I thought to myself, like, no, that's a joke. <laughs> oh, because I was like, oh, Bar, it must be Barba. It has to be Barba. Well, you finally oh my figured God, it out. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. He thought my last name was Barbacoa. It's a delicious last name. I never called, <laughs> and we never called. Joanna exclusively Barbacoa. Sometimes it would be Barba, mm-hmm. and sometimes it would be Barbacoa. Just as it... It switched back and forth. Yeah, yeah it just switched back and it forth. W- ever so. since you found out that that's how people used to tease me. And Buzz was like, that's your name. Barbacoa. You're Barbacoa. You're intern Emily. Did You're they- Sanchez. <laughs> they-, they would tease you by saying your name was Barbacoa. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, Barbacoa. Uh, Taquitos de Barbacoa. Oh, that's an old, like, that's a high school thing? That's, yeah. Wow. Oh. And then I mentioned it. I came it. up with it independently, I thought. And Buzz was like, that's what we're going to call you from now on. Parallel thinking. You know, the times that you talked about having been a beard in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Never really struck home until I realized that my last name. the last name means beard. The Barba, yeah. Uh-huh. The the name Barba in Spanish means be- beard. Beard. It does. I would have assumed it was like oh, it's like the Spanish version of, of barber, somebody who cuts hair, <laughs> but it's not. It's the beard itself. So very ironic that Isn't not it? only your name was Barba. But you were a beard. I was a beard. What, where like does some, that come from? What? Beard. Do you know the, why? I don't oh. know. I just know that it means beard in almost every language. No, no not barba. I oh. meant like, why do they call women <laughs> All right, who hang out oh, with gay guys okay. beards? I don't know. Because it's their question. disguise. It's like if a gay guy. Okay, so here's my understanding. If somebody's gay, especially when it's the, you know, it was less accepted in history yeah. than it is today. If somebody was like, oh, my parents won't leave me alone, will you, you, hag, you know, they just call like their, their friends that are girls, straight women, hags. Okay. Like, hold on, take your headphones off for a second. That was yeah, the term right. that was typically yeah. used. So they go, go with me to thanks, go with me to Thanksgiving. So they'll just leave me alone. I've been to many a Thanksgiving. <gasps> right. <laughs> I just need them to leave me alone. So go. it's like a disguise. You know, it's your disguise. I thought it was like maybe if, like real men grow beards. So having no, a woman, if you want to, if you want to man it up, you got to have a woman by yeah. your side. She's going to be your beard. Yeah, I could use a beard. I mean, not for that reason. Wait, but I what? Mean, in general? Oh, because you cannot grow a beard. Yeah, 
That would be very ironic you if would... your name were Barba. It's like your name is Barba, and yet you cannot grow a Barba. Not a proper one, anyway. I have missed picking on you. You know, now that you mention it. It was the highlight of his day. It's good to be back in the saddle. <laughs> Can you go back home? <laughs> Any more neckline calls? No, that's no, it no, from no. the necklines. <laughs> that was about it. You were gone a week and you only got two calls? No, I got a lot more, but a lot of it had to do with, I guess you guys probably did replay, so a lot of the calls Uh I could tell had to do with, oh, it must have been something they replayed. So, Uh, It is Amazon Prime Day, (laughs) or technically day one, because it runs through tomorrow night. So Amazon Prime Day starts today, but it's really two days. Uh, Here are some statistics and quick facts for those of you interested in Amazon Prime Day. Over half of people who know about Prime Day say they plan to shop today or tomorrow. So 57% said, yes, I'm aware that it is Amazon Prime Day. And, yep, I'm going to definitely go looking for some bargains. 36 said maybe. (laughs) And only 7% said, no, they're definitely not going to do any shopping. The top five kinds of products that we bought last year were health and beauty stuff, electronics, clothes, household essentials, and home and garden stuff. Video games, groceries, and pet products also made the top ten. Joanna, did you say you thought you might do a little bit of Prime Day shopping? Yeah, I'm on the hunt for a Roomba. Yeah. Somehow my mom got one of these things. Oh, cool. Had, yeah, she had a Roomba, so she turned it on, and it was doing such a good job. Uh-huh. Every now and then, it'd come, like, kind of around your feet, uh-huh. and around the table, and under the table, mm-hmm. and, you know, it looked like it, it's like, well, that's pretty good invention. That's like a robot <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Yeah. I guess they've been around a while. <laughs> well, I'd never, I'd, I knew they existed, but I'd never seen you one in action. Rosie from the Jets? Right. Is that you? <laughs> Oh, hi, Mr. J. <laughs> That's Harley Quinn. I think Rosie the Robot used to call George Jetson Mr. J sometimes, too. Um, a lot of people consider their Roomba like a pet. <laughs> like, it, they'll joke about you know, it. No, I want to put, like, little eyes on it. Or yeah, they'll put googly oh, eyes. I think I know. This one is one ninety nine. Holy crap. Is that the Prime special? Yes. And is that it's good? Original, that's good? Yeah, it's originally like $349. Yeah, that's great. Oh, my God. Uh, so the average last year was 2.9 orders per household. The average order cost $54 and included two items. Cocoa butter? <laughs> <laughs> and finally... Are Prime Day deals better than Black Friday deals? Are they? Most Amazon shoppers say no. Mm. They say Black Friday still has the best deals. Yeah, but you have to go somewhere in person. Oh, no. You're, you, don't even have, do you, you, you don't even really have to do that. Yeah. Like online shopping kind of, which was an abomination. The fact that people would go out on Thanksgiving night while Thanksgiving was still on the table. People would go out and line up so they could get a, a stereo you know, or a TV or whatever, I thought it was just a real obscenity. So, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so Prime Day is today. And if you don't know exactly what Prime Day is, here's a little primer about it. A primer for Happy Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day. No, you're not celebrating your father or your mother or your grandparents. No, it's not a national holiday. Not recognizing trees or a certain animal. No, it's not a day of recognition for math nerds or bankers. Amazon Prime Day is like Black Friday after Thanksgiving, only it's not on a Friday and it's in July. Yes, it's a marketing ploy from Amazon so you can buy stuff you don't need at a discount rate that's probably marked up anyway. <laughs> yeah. So shop online, buy crap, save money, blah, blah, blah. Happy Amazon Prime Day. What's this? A solar-powered teeth whitener shaped like a donkey? And it's on sale? What do you do? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have news headlines ahead with Nico and Jimmy and next. An American tourist was just saved after falling into a volcano crater. I'll have the details next in news. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I'm sorry to the- in time to get to our news headlines for today. Nice to see you all again. Oh, my. And with our top stories of the day, here is Nico and Jimmy. And with the news, good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. You know, the the thing that bothers me every time, the sound bed, you just, you you kill the sound bed. And it's like, should, can't I have like a little news sound bed underneath? <laughs> For the whole thing? I don't know. It fades out. Some of them, some of them fade out after 17 seconds. Some of them fade out after 30 seconds. But they're all eventually going to fade out, dude. I'm sorry. All right, fine. Well, Israel's prime minister has expressed hope that his country will establish formal diplomatic ties with Saudi Arabia days after President Biden visits the two countries as part of a regional trip. Israel and Saudi Arabia don't have any official diplomatic relations, but have a shared clandestine security ties over their mutual enemy, enemy, Iran. The kingdom is widely believed to be among a handful of Arab states weighing open ties with Israel. Addressing criticism for including Saudi Arabia on the trip, Biden wrote in an op-ed for the Washington Post that I know there are many who disagree with my decision to travel to Saudi Arabia. My views on human rights are clear and longstanding. My fundamental freedoms and and fundamental freedoms are always on the agenda when I travel abroad, as they will be during this trip, just as they will be in Israel and the West Bank. Oh, so you're going to say to Mohammed bin Salman, hey, you need to quit killing people, especially... Western journalists. Or, uh, no, I won't say that. I won't right. say that. But my views on my human v- rights are Everybody knows where I stand, but I'm not going to mention no, any I'm not of that. Say that. We need the oil real bad. We're kind of going there with our hat in our hand here. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. As Russian missiles struck a key Ukrainian city, Russian President Vladimir Putin expanded a fast-track procedure for obtaining Russian citizenship to all Ukrainians on Monday, another effort to strengthen Moscow's influence over war-torn Ukraine. Until recently, only residents of Ukraine's separatist eastern Donetsk and Luhansk regions, as well as residents of the southern Zaporizhia and Kherson regions, large parts of which are now under Russian control, were eligible to apply for the simplified passport procedure. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Klueba said Putin's signing of a passport decree, which also applies to stateless residents in Ukraine, was an example of his predatory appetites. Between 2019, when the procedure was introduced for the residents of Donetsk and Luhansk, and this year, 
More than 700,000 people living in the rebel-held areas in the two regions, about 18% of, the, of Ukraine's population, have received Russia's Russian passports. The Russian passport move ap- appears to be part of Putin's political influence strategy, which has also involved introducing the Russian ruble in occupied territories of Ukraine and could eventually result in the annexation of more Ukrainian territory into the Russian Federation. Russia already annexed Ukraine's Crimean pil- Crimean Peninsula in 2014. The Russian president set the stage for such moves even before Russia's February 24th invasion of Ukraine, writing an essay last summer claiming that Russians and Ukrainians are one people and attempting to diminish the legitimacy of Ukraine as an independent nation. Reports have surfaced of Russian authorities confiscating Ukrainian passports from Sun citizens. The White House on Monday said it believes Russia is turning to Iran to provide it with hundreds of unmanned aerial vehicles, including weapon-capable drones, for use in its ongoing war in Ukraine. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said it was unclear whether Iran had already provided any of the unmanned systems to Russia, but said the U.S. has information that indicates Iran is preparing to train Russian forces to use them as soon as this month. And an American tourist is now safe after being rescued from inside a famously deadly volcano crater in Italy over the weekend. According to Italian media, the 23-year-old fell several feet into Mount Vesuvius. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. That's like one of the two that I've heard of. (laughs) (laughs) If you were to ask me to name a volcano, it would be either Vesuvius or Mount St. Helens. Right. Nice. And I'm pretty tapped out after that. (laughs) Moana Loa. (laughs) And I only know that because it's frequently a a New York Times crossword clue. (laughs) Also the title of the Disney film, Moana. Um... Yep. Wait, is she named after the volcano? In uh, that's there? a great question. Never saw it. I don't know, actually. The 23-year-old fell several feet into Mount Vesuvius while trying to get his phone back after it slipped out of what? his hand. What an idiot. <laughs> it oh, no. slipped out of his hand while Wait, taking so, a selfie. So was there like, of course it did. Mm-hmm. Was there like burb- bubbling, gurgling lava Molten lava inside the volcano? It doesn't seem like that, or at least not that he fell that far into it. Um, He actually started to climb into the crater when he fell. Mountain guides rescued the man. They let you do that? No. Oh, he was breaking the law. He was breaking the rules. Yeah, mountain guys rescued the man with a helicopter, and he was treated for minor injuries. The tourist and his three relatives took a prohibited route up the mountain and are now yeah. facing charges in Italy. Mount Vesuvius is considered one of the most dangerous vo- volcanoes in the world by experts, and its eruption in 79 AD buried the city of Pompeii. And now this guy wants to get his phone back. <laughs> so I'm looking at kind of like a description of it. It doesn't look like it has molten lava. No. You're not going to burn to death inside of it no. unless it starts to erupt again, which it hasn't done since 1944. I guess it says. Is it considered dormant or is it still considered active? No, it's active. Like uh, any volcano is considered active if it's erupted in the last. And then there's a certain span of time, which is much longer than you would assume that it is. Right. Like I forget what it is, but. Well, because volcanoes live in eons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an active volcano is any volcano. There's There's a definitely a specific definition and they don't have to be full of lava and gurgling hellfire. Yeah. You know. 
Well, the House Committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol last year is holding its only hearing of the week today. Last Monday, it was revealed that an Ohio man who accused President Joe Biden, other Democrats, and the mainstream media of treason will testify, according to a source familiar with the matter. Oh, Trump's going to testify? <laughs> He's from Ohio? What? You sounded like you were describing basically everything. He's one of the men that attended the January 6th riots or protests. Is he the eye patch guy? I don't believe so. That's the Oath Keepers dude is the he, eye patch dude. Uh, yeah. I'll, get, I'll be right there. Uh, you were telling me there's going to be some, we're being promised some very explosive information well, during today's testimony. Donald Trump's former White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, uh sat down with committee members last week. I think on Friday for a closed door meeting that lasted over eight hours. So they they might be playing clips back from that. Yes, and uh, uh, Jamie Raskin it will be the one who is uh, conducting the interview. They say nothing that he says contradicted any of the other witnesses. The the people who said Donald Trump tried to take the the steering wheel, all the other accusations. Uh, they said that Pat Cipollone did not refute any of that. But I'm not sure that means he agrees. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with it today. But didn't Raskin kind of build it up like, ah, uh, you're really going to see that he, he Trump said definitely that the level was trying to overthrow the government. Manip- it's, it's all going to focus on one meeting they had in December, I think December 18th, where he had Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. Um, team crazy. They call him they team, call crazy. team crazy. General what Flynn they referred to inside the White House. Yeah, they, they were him. all in the room. They had this Jan- uh, December eighteenth uh, meeting, and so Donald Trump is the one who invited all the people to. So January sixth, he's the one that invited his his supporters to come to the. To yeah, the, via tweet, via tweet on December nineteenth, and they're going to draw a straight line from September nineteenth. I mean, December nineteenth. December nineteenth. They're going to draw. Come a, to Washington. It's going to be crazy on January sixth. Yeah. Where we're, it's the first time a president has protested himself, the government, <laughs> because he was the head of government. He's the head of the government, right? Got it. All right. All right. Well, Tuesday's hearing is expected to focus on the rise of radical extremism in the United States. And the source said one of the key witnesses will be Stephen Ayers of Warren, Ohio, who recently admitted to illegally entering the Capitol on January 6th. A former spokesman for the Oath Keepers militia group, Jason Van Tattenhove, is also scheduled to be testifying on Tuesday. That might be Ipatch. No, he's... Uh... I would know his name if I heard it. Meanwhile, U.S. District Court Judge Carl Nichols, a Trump appointee on Monday, declined to delay the upcoming trial of Steve Bannon, who faces contempt of Congress charges after refusing for months to cooperate with the House committee. As prosecutors said in their Monday filing, the timing of Bannon's offer to now testify suggests the only thing that has really changed since he refused to comply with the subpoena in October is that he is finally about to face the consequences of his decision. He's starting to think, I might end up in a prison jumpsuit. Right. You know, this could have an actual repercussion. You can't just ignore these subpoenas. I might go to prison, and as Steve Bannon, that is definitely something I do not want to do. Well, I think Donald Trump and a lot of allies said... Just ignore them. We ignore them. Nothing will happen. A new CDC study finds that a common herbicide herbicide linked to cancer turned up in the vast majority of urine samples that the public health agency reviewed. 
The National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey of Adults and Children showed more than 80% of urine samples that the CDC tested were at or above the detection levels for glycophosphate, the main ingredient in the chemical weed killer Roundup. The chemical is widely considered to cause cancer. And a toxicologist with the Environmental Working Group points out that glyphosate is the most widely used herbicide in the country, yet until now, we had very little data on how much people were exposed to it. Children in the U.S. are regularly exposed to this cancer-causing weed killer through the food they eat virtually every day. Does that sound somewhat concerning? Uh, uh, no, because I've heard a lot of contrary evidence from the scientific community that says that this is more of a of a legal thing and that that the uh uh gly- what is it in roundup glyphate glyphosate. glyphosate glyphosate cannot it's like it's impossible that it is reacting in in these ways that it's being accused of so uh, did it specifically referencing this study about 80% of the samples of urine show that we have this byproduct of well not specifically that study but just saying that it does that it is not cancer causing that glyphosate is not cancer causing. I'm yeah. not sure that's true or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can say that. Give me until tomorrow, and I'll okay. But you, you know, definitely round shouldn't. up my information. <laughs> round up, get it? Because the weed killer. All right. Oh Look, there's a there's a science podcast called Skeptoid that usually. Yeah, I, I know, is, but you don't you <laughs> don't don't give out or something that you think. I think I heard yeah. this thing. I heard on a I heard on a podcast about science that, that it is weed not, killer is not, not does not cause cancer. <laughs> weed killer is good for you. Okay. Totally do it. It's yeah. not. I mean, it's not bad for you. Is the I, point. I, I don't think that's it's not true. Kill I don't you. think that's no. true. I don't think you can say that whatsoever. You are not an authority on anything other than radio, really. I mean, definitely not this. So, hmm. put that lid back on. Yeah, I'm just saying. Let's not get carried away because I, I, I think there's a lot of the scientific literature out did there. Did you that study? Argued. Did you hear about this new study? No. Okay. All it's saying is that it's being found. The, what I'm saying is eighty percent of children yeah, and adults. Probably so. It's all over our food, and it causes cancer. And it does not. It does. I don't think that that's settled. I don't, I I do don't think, think you can say settled. anything. Okay, I don't think that's settled. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to come to the. We'll get to the bottom of this because we can't let that hang with just people thinking. Oh, it eh, may or may not be bad. I don't know. I think most people don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get ready to see more of the universe than you ever imagined. We're getting a glimpse of some out-of-this-world images captured by the most powerful space telescope ever built. The $10 billion James Webb Space Telescope is providing a look at close to the dawn of the universe as humanly possible. The very first full-color image was released Monday after... Uh, afternoon during a White House event. It shows light from a cluster of galaxies that's been traveling for 13 billion years. The universe is what, like 14 billion years? 13.7, yeah. The, uh... That was just a teaser for what NASA has planned today. The rest of Webb's images will be released online at webwebb.nasa.gov, dropping this morning and will will be dropping throughout the day. For more info on the mission of the telescope, the NASA website is full of articles. Uh, Just got a couple stories left. Uh, Yeah, we can power through these. Okay. Okay, Joanna says we cannot power through these. All right. That we need to break. So, All right. Can you do them when we come back? I can. Yeah. I'll take her word for it for once. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, uh, we'll come back and uh, well, what do you have? Tease it a little bit. What do you have on the way? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, uh, her name is... Shaw? Shaw. Yeah, they're yeah. showing her on TV As nonstop. It's on right now. And I'm wondering what's going on. It looks like the police are after her. Well, it turns out cameras are going to keep following her even after her guilty plea in court. I'll have the details next. These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. Media Station. Shortly, we'll get into the uh, 9 o'clock hour. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Thank you for joining us today. Let's take a look at El Paso weather. Brought to you by Wet n' Wild Water World. And it looks like we're going to have very similar weather uh, with a chance of rain for today and tomorrow and possibly Thursday. So, But the high temperature is all going to be uh, uh, triple digits, 100, 101. You might see a 102 in there, but it's going to be right kind of in that range. Mostly sunny today, 102 for the high temperature. Later this afternoon into the evening, we'll be seeing what amounts to about a 15% chance of rain. If we get any rain, that might be starting around 8 p.m. Then tomorrow, mostly sunny. Again, triple digits, 100 for Wednesday's high. And it looks like we have about a 15% chance of rain throughout most of the day on Wednesday. Thursday, mostly sunny, 100. Still a chance of rain uh, sticking around at about 15% on Thursday. And then mostly sunny for the weekend. 101 Friday, 102 Saturday, and 103 on Sunday and it uh, looks like the rain moves out of the forecast. Whatever rain we get, we're going to get it before Friday and before the weekend starts. El Paso weather is brought to you by Wet and Wild Water World. Looking to cool off this summer? Get a great deal on Wet and Wild tickets when you buy them a week or more in advance. Online at wetwild.com. That is wetwild.com. So we have a couple of calls uh only one of them sherbet related <laughs> all right and then i'm going to get into our uh, mo show calendar and daily <laughs> mo show calendar at daily almanac of events Nico, once again your head is sneaking up that dark damp place take a look at how you spell sherbet again bendejo mm. dang did i spell it wrong well he sounded angry. I know, rude. I, I put it on a word document. I wrote, "I would like a nice sherbet, sherbet," and it didn't spell correct. And so, I know I spelled it right. A word document recognizes sherbet. Yeah, sherbet. It recognizes sherbet. I'm better at spelling than that guy. Oh, Buttercheeks on the app chat says, "I work at Baskin Robbins. It's sherbet." Yeah, but they could. I mean, Baskin Robbins isn't the the final also order. we just learned that it's it's commonly referred to as both in america it's sherbert i mean people sherbet. say sherbert in america well we're gonna call it sherbet sherbet see i once hey. i once blew the mind of an englishman when i was in england you blew him blew his mind oh because i said something having to do with aluminum and he's like aluminium you mean aluminium like no, I mean, so I can't say that word. Aluminium. 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 No, we say aluminum yeah. in America. Aluminum. 
And I told him, you're putting an extra I in there. So he went, God, this would have been so long ago. He he looked it up. I guess you could look stuff up on your... Could you look at stuff up on your phone like in 2003? Maybe a very high-tech yeah. phone. Anyway, he looked it up and it was definitely one of those, well, I'll be GD'd. Here's another call. Off the neckline. Let me get that number out again. It's 844-805-NECK. 844-805-6325. Yo, boss. Uh, yeah, boy. I'll let you know that uh, first game the Oklahoma Sooners play is going to be with uh, UTEP. Oh. Yeah, we're going to win. Uh, Oklahoma. UTEP's going to get their boat. Oh, come on. Hmm. I'm sorry. What do you say at the end there? UTEP's going to get their butt whipped. Oh, okay. Probably. So the first, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know if, I think you said that was the first game for Oklahoma is going to be UTEP. It's going to be UTEP's second game. So get a load of this. For the 2022 season, we're a little over a month away. August 27th is going to be the first game. And it's going to be a home game, North Texas. It's going to be at UTEP. Then September 3rd, that's the weekend that UTEP is playing Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Coming up, uh, just the rest of the schedule. UTEP's got New Mexico State here. Then on September 17th, they're on the road in Albuquerque against New Mexico. Boise State, that's going to be a big one. It's going to be a home game. Boise State has really, you know, distinguished themselves over the past 30 years. Uh, then UTEP away in Charlotte. LA, okay, looks like now we're into the Conference USA schedule. That I mean, that really tells you something about your schedule when it's like all the interesting names are teams that are not part of your regular <laughs> conference schedule. And then when you get into it, it's like, oh, oh yeah, we're going to play Charlotte and Louisiana Tech and Florida Atlantic and Middle Tennessee and Rice, FIU. Oh, FIU. And then University of Texas San Antonio is going to round out the schedule. Yeah, the most interesting games are before they start their conference. Interesting in that. Oh, I'd be interested to see. Did you hear the? Did you hear it finally did it, Joanne? I told you the stupid Apple Watch was going to start sending me alerts. Did you join it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom got me an His Apple Watch. Eighty-four-year-old mom. Eighty-six. She's she eighty-six. Like, you know what you need? Right. An Apple Watch. You should have gotten your mom an Apple Watch. Does she already have one? No. No, I don't think she'd get much use out of an Apple Watch. I haven't really decided if I'm going to get much use That's out of it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> then I asked Buzz, are you willing to read the instructions at least? Uh-huh. He did it? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Look at this. I just tapped part of the thing on my watch. It tells me that the wind is blowing at 11 miles an hour outside. And your heart rate, maybe? Uh, I don't know how to get to that yet. Like I say. <laughs> what time is it? Is it telling you to get up and walk around a bit? 9.05. It'll do that all the time, <laughs> even when I'm driving. I, so I was driving back from Oklahoma, <laughs> and it would chime. And I, so I look at my stupid watch, and it's like... You haven't moved in two hours. Time to get up and hey, get active. Fat like, ass. Get yeah. up. I don't need that. And move. I'm driving. I got to get places. I can't get up and be active. You can just pull over and walk around for 10 minutes. 
Have you heard that uh, Amber Heard's attorney... The headline I saw was uh, Amber Heard's lawyers claim juror wasn't a real juror. They're saying that the juror was not the same person who was selected for the jury. Uh, let me just read it. Mm-hmm. Newly discovered facts, according to Amber Heard's attorneys, show that juror number 15 in the six-week trial was not the individual summoned in April to serve in the case. This is what Amber Heard's attorney wrote in a five-page memo filed Friday in Virginia's Fairfax Circuit Court. Instead, the filing suggests Juror 15 was a younger individual with the same last name who apparently lives at the same address. What they're claiming, it sounds like, is somebody's kid or you know, younger relative went in their place. A little more from the uh, who wants to from go for jury duty? I, I mean, most people trying to get out of it. Yeah, but if it was like you're going to be here and all this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff, and you're going to actually be in the courtroom with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, yeah, I'll that. pay for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, could have been something like that. Like maybe the well, maybe it's not true. Yeah. As the court no doubt agrees, it is deeply troubling for an individual not summoned for jury duty, nonetheless, to appear for jury duty and serve on a jury, especially on a case such as this. Could that be true? Like a totally, just a different person would show up and they'd go through the whole jury? And wouldn't and that person wouldn't at some point know, oh, I'm, maybe I'm screwing up wasting right. all these other people's time? time. Depp sued his ex-wife over a January 18th op-ed Amber wrote in the Washington Post describing herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. The jury found in Depp's favor on all three of his claims relating to specific statements in the 2018 piece. So the, I guess the latest is, do you get a new trial if you find out one of the jurors was an imposter? Yeah, they, well, they, they is consider that a, a mistrial. And then, the, yeah, then you have to go through everything. Have you heard about the uh, the abortion ship that they want to set up in the Gulf of Mexico? So people in the South, including Texas and Florida and all the states in the South, can go have an abortion technically. In international waters? Well, in federal waters, but not out of the jurisdiction of the states. Okay. The abortion ship, which is a terrible name. I don't think anybody's called it the abortion ship. I think uh, they haven't. Well, they have a name for it. I'll get to that. California Dr. Meg Autry has proposed the solution to those seeking abortions in the southern United States. Dr. Autry outlined an idea for a floating abortion clinic in the Gulf of Mexico as an option for people who live in the deep south, but also in Texas and Florida. The proposed ship would be out of reach of state laws and offer first trimester surgical abortions, contraception, and other care. Right now, the proposed ship is called P-R-R-O-W-E-S-S, or I guess Prowess. Oh. I read this entire story earlier, and it didn't dawn on me that it's it's like... It looks like, it, called, uh, looks like they're trying to go for a word, but I don't recognize this word. 
prowess with two R's stands for protecting reproductive rights of women endangered by state statutes. Wow. The abortion boat. The abortion boat. Soon we'll be making another run. The abortion boat. <laughs> That's wrong. Uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, all states that have abortion bans are far from states where abortion is legal. New Mexico, for instance, offers legalized abortion procedures as one of the closest for Texans. And it's a 10-hour drive from Dallas. Also, Florida state law coming into effect after legal back and forth prohibits abortions after 15 weeks. Uh... Dr. Autry, who's got the idea for the abortion, floating abortion clinic in the Gulf of Mexico, says this is closer and faster access for some people, particularly for working people that live in the southernmost parts of these states. The doctor said her legal team believes there is a portion of federal waters where licensed providers could safely and legally provide abortions out of reach of state laws. You're probably wondering how far along are they with this proposed uh, floating abortion clinic? No? I, I am very much wondering. Well, it is just in the fundraising stages okay. now. Autry told NBC that at least $20 million needs to be raised for the comprehensive all-in-one clinic to come to fruition. I wonder how many miles out they're talking. So you would have to go to the beach, first of all. And then I guess get on some kind of craft and be taken out to sea to where this floating abortion clinic is going to be. I wonder if it moves around. It's like, hey, Monday we're going to be close to Florida. Then we're just going to make our way over. We're going to be close to Alabama, Why couldn't the ship take a, go to port? Because the whole, oh, and go pick them up? Yeah. Yeah, right. What, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, he forgot that can happen. I think if they, like, in some of these states, I wouldn't put it past them, is, like, they'll seize the ship. If they know that this is what they're doing, oh, that, this is what they're, they're about. Be going. Okay. Well, there's already... there's. I think they might have to keep it kind of semi-secret because I bet you there's some of these governors, and our our governor might be one of them, who's like, if that ship comes anywhere in our territorial waters, we're going to seize it. I, I don't know if they would, but it sounds like they're pretty serious about trying to yeah, keep well, people from getting abortions and finding other ways to do it in some of these states. Yeah, we'll see. All right, let's get to our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. Take a look at what's happening uh, on today's calendar. Today is National Pecan Pie Day. Yum. Never a huge fan. No. Not not a pecan pies. I do love sorry. Pecan mm, pie. So good. Today is also Amazon Prime Day. Woo! You gonna buy anything? I mean, I hadn't planned to. Your daughter gonna buy anything? Yeah, I don't know. I she just got back. She went to uh, an anime convention in Chicago. Oh, cool! And I think she spent. I think she spent the last of her birthday and Christmas money from last year oh. at the anime convention. Nice. Cute. Uh, birthdays today include Rachel Brosnahan, who played the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, cool. She's 32 today. 
Michelle Rodriguez is 44. She's Letty in the Fast and Furious movies. And Topher Grace, who played Eric on that 70s show. Yeah. 44 today. Wow. Can you believe that, Joanna? Do you guys forget that Eric from that 70s show was Venom? Oh, that's right. Brock. In the third Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. I never forgot that. So from Eddie Brock, we go into Brock Lesnar, WWE superstar. <laughs> also on our birthday list today, Brock Lesnar is 45. And since we're talking about sports, another athlete, Christy Yamaguchi, who was an Olympic gold medalist and champion on Dancing with the Stars. Clearly, that's probably... That's where we all know her from, yeah. yeah, Her biggest accomplishment. (laughs) Christy Yamaguchi is 51. Now, how can you transition from that into the next one? Let's see how how well you can segue. Ah, I really can't. Christy Yamaguchi, Cheryl Ladd, who was one of Charlie's Angels, is having a birthday today. She's 71. That's a tough one. A person who is considered an angel to many overweight and obese people, Richard Simmons, (laughs) fitness guru, 74. (gasps) Yes. I thought he was dead. I don't know why I thought he was dead. There was a a Richard Simmons watch and people were like, oh, this goes back like four or five years. Is Richard Simmons okay? Because the people kind of controlling his life are keeping him... It was almost so, like his Colonel like Parker, a, or the there Colonel? were some people that were close to or want, wanted to check in on the welfare of Richard Simmons, and they weren't being allowed to. Was in the headlines a few oh, years ago. Okay. And uh, Bill Cosby is eighty-five. Bill Cosby, of course, is America's dad, and remembered fondly as the biggest star in television in the eighties, and had a beloved uh, children's cartoon show. Nothing bad ever happened after that. He's known for his wholesome comedy and his awesome cocktails, according to Soldier Boy on the Boys. <laughs> That's right. Soldier Boy just had to woke up to a whole different America that he left, didn't he? Yeah. Well, anyway, Bill Cosby is eighty-five today. Uh, here are a couple of things for you. 30 years ago, in 1992, Axel Rose was arrested at JFK Airport. He was wanted on charges following a riot that erupted at a 1991 Guns N' Roses concert after he dove into the crowd to keep a, fil- a fan from videotaping the show. Doesn't all of that, and I know there are still shows that that are like, you're not supposed to be filming or we'll kick you out. But yeah. the idea that somebody's got a video camera and the artist is so pissed off that they jump into the crowd to stop that one guy from filming with his camera mm-hmm. the video that's going. Because, as you know, if you go to a concert now, Everybody got everybody's got their... Is that anything anybody's ever watched? Have you ever watched back, like, oh, I filmed this when I went to go see Ringo Starr at the <laughs> plaza? Well, No. I think you're right. I don't really watch those. Another thing. But do you take those videos when you go? I do. And then I'll start to watch them later on. And then I hear me singing in the back. And I'm all, oh, Joanna. The sound quality is never great. I've actually been. And it's at, just not the same energy. I've been at concerts also, where people are watching the concert from their phone. They're not looking at it 
with their eyes. They're, they're I've like seen that. Their phone sure, yeah. the that's concert. very common. Yeah. You're not watching the live thing. You're watching the picture on your, on phone. your phone, which you're probably never going to watch again. I mean, I feel like that's the case. I, I went there's to a, a lot little, of videos. I, I went to a little small town fireworks display. Everybody had their phones out. Has anybody ever watched back a firework display video? Oh, they probably cut it up. Maybe put in their TikToks. Who knows what they use it for? I think most of them probably never get rewatched. Yeah. Mm, probably, yeah. 62 years ago in 1960, the first Etch a Sketch went on sale. It cost two ninety nine. That sounds Which, expensive. I think that set in nineteen yeah, sixties right. money, so it was nineteen sixty. In nineteen sixty, that would have been like thirty you know, like twenty bucks anyway. Yeah. It's probably more expensive back then. I haven't priced etch a sketches, but I can't imagine them being more than ten or twelve dollars at Target or whatever. Were you ever good at etch? I, I couldn't do it. I could never spend too much time with it because I was so bad at it. Just right angles. Yeah. You know? Just right. It was all squares. <laughs> like I could never do right? the thing. Yeah. It was just steps. It's a really blocky heart is what I would do. <laughs> hey, look, I made a, like an Aztec pyramid. That was the most fancy thing I ever did an was Aztec, Aztec pyramid. <laughs> yeah. Which like is a, just two staircases back to back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, as we mentioned, today is Amazon Prime Day. They're supposed to have all kinds of specials that are really attractive. And uh, I'm getting a Roomba. Joanna's on the on the hunt for a Roomba. What's the best price you've seen for Amazon Prime prices? One ninety nine. One hundred ninety nine dollars. Yep. That's what good. are they normally? Like five hundred bucks. A, one of those Roombas is 500 yes, bucks, dude. Upwards of 300 to 500 depending on the model, too, I assume. Yeah. Are there knockoffs you can buy that are just as yeah, good? Yeah, this is totally a knockoff. Okay. So you're not getting a Roomba. No, I'm getting You're getting a, a Roomba. A Roomba. V- Roomba. A Roomba. A Roomba. <laughs> I bought six cases of cat food because Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. man. I don't even have a cat, dude. Thanks, Amazon Prime. It's a good deal. <laughs> Had to eat me out mixed for dinner, yeah. and I know why. Oh, yeah, yeah, cause Amazon Prime, yeah. Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. La da 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 da. Bought another Echo Dot, cause Amazon Prime. Right? Yeah. Got one in every room I bought from Amazon Prime. Now Alexa won't shut the hell up, and I know why. Why? Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime, yeah. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. La, da, 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 da. My wife has threatened to leave me because oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, no. Oh no. Uh, but I'm a sucker for free delivery because Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Now my house is filled with I don't need. I know why. Yeah, yeah, because Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I thought you was crazy. The first time, so when wow. Metallica released Master of Puppets, it didn't make the top 100. Oh, really? Top 100. Uh, it debuted last week at number 40, even though it's been around since 1986. It's now the 17th song by Metallica to hit the pop Woo! charts. Finally. Yes, Metallica. And they're first since 2008. Yes, Eddie Munson. The character Eddie shreds the song in the season four finale. Joseph Quinn. 
Love it. Did learn Master of Puppets, so he's playing it right on the show, but it's not clear if any of that shredding you hear is actually, actually him. I think he but has they say he has his fingers is, in the yeah. right position. So they say that some of it is his, but some of it is also a backing track. Did you hear about the weird kind of like underage communication that was going on between this Joseph Quinn who plays Eddie Mo- Mm-hmm. Eddie Munster? Eddie Munson. Munson. Is he the guy with the long hair? Yes. Okay. I guess, and wears like the jean jacket? Yes. I guess Doja Cat, who's oh, an right. adult person, wanted to get in touch with Joseph Quinn. I don't know how old he is, but she reached out to the oh, star of the show, Noah Schapp. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's only, who's only 17 and said, hey. Joseph Quinn is 29. Can you put me in touch with Joseph right. Quinn? And then Noah Schapp, who's only 17, showed the message on, like, he made it public. He made a so TikTok. Did, he made a TikTok. Okay, that's what mm-hmm. he did. I don't know what he did. <laughs> but then she's like, but she got mad. I didn't, yeah, this wasn't for public consumption, but I really can't, you know, he's only 17, so I really can't she blame him. She him like a weasel and a snake and a mall girl. She you're did? sliding into the DMs of a 17-year-old to hook you up with a guy. You're an adult woman. Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no. Does he have a GF? L-M-A-O-O. Slide into his DMs. Right. I don't know his IG or Twitter. How do you not? You know how to. You know how to search for somebody who's famous, Doja Cat. If you put Joseph Quinn into Google, down here it gives you his Instagram. Oh, then she goes. He doesn't have a DM to slide into. Then he links Joseph Quinn's uh, Instagram, and she he goes. Message Joseph Quinn right now. He goes right here, ma'am. Love you. Right here, (laughs) ma'am. He calls her ma'am. Yeah, he does. But then he okay. Joseph Quinn, a DM myself. You did. Yes. What did did you say? I said I love you. Nice. Give me your babies. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, do we? She said that Noah. Noah, what's his name? Shap. Is a weasel for making all this public. The fact that Noah did that, like, went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably socially unaware and whack. That's like borderline snake S. That's like weasel S. And I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality. Like, I don't imagine Noah that way. Well, you were trying to use a 17-year-old kid as an intermediary to hook up. You're a grown woman. Yeah, right. You're you're the grown. a 17-year-old. How old is Doja Cat? 26. You exactly you you exactly said what people on Twitter is were saying. that what they're saying. You could also say Doja Cat is unbelievably socially unaware by asking Noah, he's seventeen, she's twenty six, to set Noah, her up with a guy. Who, by the way, didn't have any scenes with Joseph Quinn this season. We don't know if they feel maybe she together. just needed a seventeen year old to tell her how to figure out DMs. <laughs> Although, if you're twenty six, you're. No, she's you already know how to do sliding all that into stuff. Noah's DMs. She knows how to get okay. to Joseph Quinn. I hope Joseph Quinn answers me back. Do you think he'll answer back? Would you be super excited if he did? Hell yeah. Do you know earlier when I was saying <laughs> that I I was not very aware of Kate Bush uh-huh. in the 80s when she was popular? Yeah. Uh, but the song, which was not even one of her hit songs, I don't think, got really big because of... Stranger Things. Right. And I'm a big fan now of Kate Bush. I I brought up like her first big hit song and I started listening Great. to it and I was like, wait a minute. 
she almost sounds like one of those people. Throughout history, there have been some people who fancy themselves as vocalists, and they play him and make fun of him. Okay. Meryl Streep did a movie about one of them. Okay. Uh, but her vocal style is very, well, here. Hauntingly Beatles had an interesting flight the other day. Oh, I read about this. Did you really? Yeah. If there's one thing that's for sure, Simone Biles is not a child. <laughs> she shared in a story on Twitter where on a flight home, she just won the presidential, not won, she received the presidential medal of honor uh, from President Joe Biden recently. And on her flight home, a flight attendant came over to her and offered her a coloring book and crayons. <laughs> little girl, here you go. Yeah, here you here go. go. Here you go, little Honey, girl. do you want a coloring book? Now, Simone Biles is four foot eight. How old no, is she? Tiny. Like 20? 22 maybe? No, she's 25. Oh, 25. And after being offered, she's like, Same no. Same age as Doja Cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm 25. Well, she said that after that, all out of a, uh, out of the blue, uh, a crew member came with a drink, an alcoholic drink, and gave it to her. Uh, Man, like she didn't order it? Book. I would have too, actually. Thank you. I would have taken the coloring book and then and then ordered the alcohol. I'll take this for the coloring book. And I'll take a vodka cranberry, thank you. And and a Bloody Mary. And a mimosa. Let let me get a Bloody Mary. (laughs) Do you have any, like, chicken nuggies? (laughs) (laughs) Just make them think, wait a minute, is this a kid or is this not a kid? where the hell is my little peck peanuts? And then some crew member, you know, without asking her, said, hey, would you like this drink? We're so sorry. Yeah, we're so sorry. Somebody probably was in the back like, do you know, Do you know she's an Olympic gold medalist? Right. All right. So there's a thing that that was said over the weekend by the first lady of the United States, who was Miss Jill Santa, Biden. Yeah, and she was Doctor Jill Biden. Doctor Jill. She was talking Thank about. Thank you, Joanna. The diversity of San Antonio, and she did it in such an awkward and ham-fisted way. That was a little cringy. A lot of oh, people no. are saying, and I think they might have a point. If if the former president of the United States, Donald Trump had said, had compared Mexican-Americans to tacos, we would definitely be Wait, having a Wait, he hasn't? I'm pretty sure. 